The information and opinions expressed on the Functional Health Forum are intended to address specific questions asked or situations described on the program and are not designated to constitute advice or recommendations as to any disease, ailment, or physical condition. You should not act or rely on any information contained in this program without seeking the advice of your personal physician. If you have any questions about the information or opinions expressed during this program, please contact your doctor. The doctor is in the house. The Functional Health Forum is your place to talk with doctors to discuss and get answers to your medical questions at no charge each Saturday from noon to one. If you've been diagnosed and wondered if there is another way, then call into the show today and talk with host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler, 866-577-2473. And now it's time for the Functional Health Forum. Welcome to the Functional Health Forum. You guys have a great day out there today. And this is K-Praise, 1210 AM KPRZ, and this is Dr. Jurgen Winkler. I'm the founder and the medical director for Quantum Functional Medicine, and I'll be your host for the next 60 minutes, along with Rick Hill, a cancer survivor, longtime cancer survivor from back in the 70s when you had your little... 1975. Wow. Still yeah. here to talk about it. Longer. Actually, 74. That's right. All right, so today we have a, a little bit of a different show. We've talked about a number of different things as we've moved along uh, through the different areas of medicine, and we wanted to talk more about The Healing Codes. It's a book written by Dr. Alexander Lloyd and Dr. Ben Johnson, and we have Ben Johnson in today here to talk with us a little bit. He's uh, got an incredible uh, resume. He's an MD and, and a DO, so there's another type of, an, of a doctor, and he also is a naturopath, so he has an a NMD. He's also been clinical director of an immune recovery center in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. He's also uh, been involved with multiple other uh, writing, uh, writing books, uh, speaking engagements, an author of other books as well. And he's, um, last time I heard him and first met him was in Reno when he talked about uh, IPT and also introduced me to the healing codes. And I got my first autographed copy of his book. The uh, interesting thing with him is he's been diagnosed with ALS um, that's Lou Gehrig's disease or amyotrophic lateral sclerosis. He was diagnosed in 2004 and through the healing codes had a miraculous recovery. So it's interesting to get his insights and get a little bit of opinion about the book and some of the other things that you can do when using the healing codes. This is a book we use and we give out in the office for people, especially with cancer and other kind of chronic diseases to begin to look at the underlying um, emotional heart issues that can occur with a chronic disease. So without further ado, welcome Dr. Ben Johnson to the show. Thank you, Dr. Dr. Winkler. It's uh, great to be here. Uh, it's been uh, good to know you over the time and always uh, great to share information. Thank you. And thanks for taking the time. I know you're at a conference. You're at the A4M conference in Vegas right now. Is that correct? I am. Been um, learning some caveats. Uh, I guess hopefully I won't stop learning until the the day I uh, cross over. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the same way here. I can't tell you. I'm always picking up a book, and I think I've read through the Healing Code several times, and then I look at it again, and I feel like uh, it's the first time I've ever read it. So it's always uh, refreshing. Uh, but unfortunately, we don't retain everything that we that we study. 
So now you, tell me a little bit more about people that read that book. Uh, they, they say uh, that this was just like the aha. I've had all these thoughts uh, and, and you, you put it all together. So it really does help uh, codify what we knew intuitively in our in our heads and in our minds was was true. <laughs> it, it is interesting because we're looking at disease and looking at the cause of disease. And I've always gone round and round between, well, is there a uh, psychological related problem to this? Is it all physical? Is it this constant loop between psychological, physical, and we're going back and forth? And, you know, you sort of get stuck in that cycle. Um, but when you look at the healing codes, I think he really pulls out where the truth lies. And and it's interesting, too, that you had an incredible experience with it. Would you, could you tell us a little bit about that? Well, I, I was diagnosed with ALS in uh, 2003 and um, was actually just trying to get everything together for the family to live well as I went on because I knew that like I think it's 80 percent of the people die within three years two three years it's a pretty pretty short time so um, I was just trying to get everything arranged and and someone invited me to hear one of Dr. Lloyd's talks that night I was as at my can my cancer clinic in Atlanta spending the night there and so I went and heard him and I went wow this is completely logical it's scientific and what have I got to lose oh, exactly <laughs> So what, did you, what were your first impressions when you hear about this technique and you're thinking, well, how did he actually get this information and, and how does it really work? What did you kind of think about with that? Well, you know, he, he uh, says that he got the information, if you would, as a download from God. I'm, I'm cool with that. However you get it is fine. Um, you know what? He, he used a lot of science to back up everything that he was saying from uh, cellular memory to fight or flight to what it does to our immune system to, you know, we, we know that stress is a killer. We know that stress causes disease. We know that stress cause, and I'm, I'm here at this A4M conference this weekend and heard a lecture this morning, keynote lecture, stress is the cause of all disease. Well, you know, there's different ways to say that, but it dumbs everything down, drives up cortisol level, lowers growth hormone, uh, lowers all of your adrenal uh, hormone. It, 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 uh, stress is a killer. Well, um, in the same way, stress shuts off the frontal lobes of your brain. When you go into fight or flight, um, you... You, you're not really thinking about wisdom things or, or artistic things or creative things. You're how do I survive? And so the blood flow to the frontal lobes of the brain actually gets shut down when you get stressed. And the more you're stressed, the more they shut down. And I, I can vouch for that. I can verify that. When I'm really stressed, I can't even think. It's like, what was I just doing and what am I supposed to be doing next? I, I have no idea if it's not written down. I, it's gone. So when I'm really stressed, I, I have experienced that myself, and we all do. It's called stage fright. You get up on a stage, and that's a very stressful situation, and you go like, what am I up here for? <laughs> what was I supposed to say? Why are you behind this microphone? <laughs> the first time I ever, ever gave a, a talk to like 500 people, I had written down all my points on poster board and taped them to the floor of the stage. <laughs> the only problem was I was so shut down frontally that I forgot to look down at the poster board. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's stress. Not a situation you kindly want to remember. God's staring at all of those people. 
So, but stress can be positive in a sense too, couldn't it? Could you not see stress as something positive? For example, uh, it's exciting in a way to get up there and give a presentation, and yet it could be scary. And I think, you know, anytime you go through something, the first time you do it, there's a stress. Oh, this is not, oh, I got to get comfortable with this. I'm going to be staring into these people. I'll be nervous. But by the time you do it 10, 10 times, you're thinking, okay, I'm comfortable with this. I've done this enough times. So that stress reaction will change. Well, see, my body knows now that when I get on stage, I'm not going to die. What's <laughs> going to kill me, you know, it, it, I'm going to live through it. So that's less stressful because I'm, like you say, I'm more familiar with it. So, uh, and, and then, you know, it gets to where it's fun uh, to, hey, because I love to educate people. So it, it's fun educating people and enlightening them on to how, how their body works and how drugs aren't working and how what God made herbs and nutritionals are working. So it's, it's a lot of fun teaching people and educating them to the truth. So I got to ask what your family thought when you uh, got into the healing codes. And I, I, I know from my own story that when I suggested leaving the Mayo Clinic when I was 24 years old and going to Tijuana, everyone but one person in my family wrote me off. I mean, it was, I wouldn't say violent, but they were screaming and yelling at me and using words that I didn't even learn. You mean no social support there, Rick? (laughs) (laughs) That was it. I was a nobody. And, you know, and, and they're not being mean. They're thinking my brother is killing himself by not utilizing the, the, you know, the Mayo Clinic here. And I can understand how they felt, but your family, ALS, is such a violent disease that if you've ever seen anyone that had advanced, and I have. It's incredibly scary. Visions that you get. Uh, And now here here you're you're sitting there with a book touching your forehead and then your nose. And then, you know, I mean, I can imagine that there was some criticism over this. Well, the, the good news was there was nothing out there medically for ALS. So I didn't, I didn't have a lot of pushback. Ah. Oh, you got to go get this treatment because there was none. Right. Yeah, there yeah. was not a lot to offer. You're right. So that, that was good that there was no pushback. Oh, get this treatment or that treatment. So uh, that was helpful. And, and I've always been out of the box in my first degree. I, I left MD school to go to DO school because DOs have in the past been better doctors. Uh, you'll just have to forgive me, Jurgen, but it's just true. <laughs> DOs are better doctors. That's okay. I'm, I'm a DO in training. <laughs> I, I saw them in Vietnam. You know, I was a Vietnam era veteran, and and uh, they were just better doctors. So I actually left Ole Miss Medical School to go to Kansas City College of Osteopathic Medicine because I wanted to be the best generalist. Now maybe MDs might train better, especially I don't know, but uh, but I wanted to be a generalist. I wanted to do it all, and so I did. I did my own surgeries, my own biopsies, my colon colonoscopies, delivered my own babies, and uh, the the specialist just hated me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say you're covering too much territory for them. Yeah, but uh, you know my family didn't. I've also I've always been out of the box, and I've always been different. I know I'm different. Everybody else does have different. I'm okay with being different. So that I wanted to do this, uh, you know, they, uh, Dad's doing another one of his strange things, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> <laughs> <Used to that. laughs> yeah, but at least you, at least you got results. So we're going to take a, a brief break here, and, and when you come back, maybe you could tell us a little bit. Like, was this sort of a gradual process? Was this a sudden 
literally like a hands-on kind of healing or it was you know kind of the detail but more about how you actually got well and then how, and what do you do to stay well so you we're going to take a, a short break and rick will give us a little bit idea on who our sponsors are yeah let me also mention that if you'd like <laughs> to talk with dr winkler uh through the week uh his phone number is 760-585-4616 or you can reach him on the web at qf like frank med com qfmed.com one of the most difficult things about getting alternative care is paying for it because the ama deems some of the things that um you and dr johnson do uh, may not be covered by insurance and so it becomes a real dilemma that these people that hear a show like this or other shows that we've done go how am i going to pay for it uh, we're proud to have the Life Credit Company uh, with us, and they can turn your life insurance, even if it's a, a whole life or term or whatever, they can turn that into money so that you can use that money for care. And you retain ownership of the policy. And by the way, they pay the premiums going forward because they don't want it to go into default. So we're very, very happy to have them. And we'll be back in just about a minute. The Functional Health Forum would like to take this moment to thank our valued sponsors. Host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler will return shortly. If you have been diagnosed with cancer and are struggling financially, you may qualify to receive a cash advance for up to 50% of your life insurance policy's death benefit while still providing coverage for your family. Fighting cancer doesn't have to mean financial ruin. Make a two-minute call to find out if you qualify for the Living Benefit Program, 888-274-1777, or visit online at lifecreditcompany.com. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer or treated for cancer in the past? Quantum Functional Medicine offers an entire arsenal of treatments to battle cancer, as well as other chronic and debilitating diseases. At QF Med, each patient's treatment is personalized using a patient-empowered functional approach to treatment. They also offer integrative support treatments for those undergoing traditional chemo, radiation, or surgery, and preventative measures to help stop cancer from reoccurring. For more information, go to qfmed.com or call 760-585-4616. You're listening to the Functional Health Forum with host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Please call in now to discuss any medical questions you might have. 866-577-2473. All right, welcome back. We are online at the Functional Health Forum with Dr. Ben Johnson, who co-authored the book, The Healing Codes. Uh, Dr. Johnson, do we have you there still? Yes, indeed. Oh, there you are. Okay. So... Before the break, we were talking a little bit about um, this sort of process you went through with the healing codes and what would that process look like? You're doing these uh, healing codes on a daily basis. You know, the book talks about this sort of six minute process. And how did that turn out for you? Uh, well, it was the only thing that I did, and I'm well 12 years later. Um, so there, you know, you, you go to. Uh, it's interesting your, the response that you get from uh, commercial doctors. I, I don't call them traditional doctors because traditional would be herbs and nutritional. What, what we go to are not traditional doctors. They're new age doctors. <laughs> They're uh, commercial doctors. But anyway, you go to one of them, they'll say, 
Oh, there, there's no survivors for the ALS, but I there was actually a film crew that came through last year filming me, and they said, yeah, there's you know we've talked to 20 ALS survivors, and interestingly, and I said, okay, so so what was the common denominator? What did they all do? They said one thing, sort of energy medicine. <laughs> yeah, well, I found that very interesting. Yep. Um, so the the healing code is very simple to do. It's uh, you use your your energy flows off of us through the corona, through off our, our, our fingertips and off of our toes. So the healing coach uses that energy. You just kind of use your your fingers, kind of focus like a flashlight, all five fingers, and and you're going to input that energy back into four healing centers. I, I guess actually eight on the body because there's four on each side of uh, the head, actually, and. Um, input that energy back in, you know, your body is the only being um, centralized body of knowledge on the planet that knows what your experience of life has been, the good and the bad and the ugly. Yep, that's true. Uh, and it's all right there. That That is stored in your body. You can, you know, people can put you under hypnosis and have you recall things way back uh, but I, I'm, I'm not big on hypnosis, but I, that's just a fact. But you can write that everyone listening right now can go back and think of something that happened 10 or 20 or 30 years ago that they haven't thought of in the last 10 or 20 years. You can pull up an event and you can kind of see it in living color and remember it. You can remember what happened, your feelings associated with it. And so our whole lives are literally recorded and stored in our memory. Now, our, our memory is not just between our ears. Uh, we think of the brain as being the center of memory, but memory stored all of our all of our body. And, and science was totally ignorant of this, as, as we are much. We, we probably don't know one percent about the body, okay? But totally ignorant of this until uh, maybe 15 years ago, they were doing liver transplants and heart-lung transplants. And, and recipients started having recall and memories of events in the donor's life. I, I actually had that happen with a, with a woman, a patient who had a heart transplant. She was, she was in her 70s, received the heart of a 20-year-old, and then she started recalling motorcycle motorcycle riding experiences and she'd never been on a motorcycle before it was pretty interesting go. yeah it's amazing how the body will hold on to the memories particularly the heart correct we did actually murder murder solved that way a lady got a liver transplant and she remembered what happened and who did it and oh and my I think gosh actually murder solved that way jeez be careful. Be I know, I'm not sure that's going to hold up in court with, that, with the evidence. Well, no, they, they were able to go and find the evidence, you know, yeah. and, and put the pieces Jeez. together. So, but uh, so memory is stored all over our body. It's and, and we still scientifically don't know where, but I'm just going to tell you, it's stored in the white blood cells because white blood cells have memory function. That's one of their primary functions is to remember things and or the water matrix in the body. Because if you know anything about homeopathics, you can store energy and frequency in water. So I'm not sure where exactly it's stored, but I can tell you it's not all between your ears. It's all over the body. So we have cellular memory stored all over our body. And we remember things. I include your audience in, you know, to think of something 10 or 20 years ago that happened or 30 years ago. I can remember my fifth 
uh, I think my sixth uh, birthday party, you know, my, we lived on a farm and so we saddled up my little Shetland pony and, and all of these <laughs> kids came except the one little girl that I wanted to come. <laughs> <laughs> and you remember that? I, I remember that. <laughs> so, um, we can think of saying that, and that was half a century ago <clears throat> or longer. Uh, but we can think of things way back. But truth is, our, our whole life is recorded. And, and you know, when junk Uncle Joe, when you were six or seven years old, told you, you dumb kid, you'll never amount to anything. Well, that's been stored there. And those memories are not just stored in isolation. They're not in a little lead box where that frequency can't affect anything around it. Those Those signals... All memories are just complex frequency, and frequency—it's uh, mm. playing. It's—it's—it's it's, it's affecting everything around us. So um, you have all this frequency stored in your body, and it's playing in the background. And so, if Uncle Joe told you, "Dumb kid, you won't amount to anything," you may still be playing that song thirty or forty years later, and it might be a cause of your failure or you saw grandpa die and you and they said uh mom dad said you know eat your wheaties so that you won't die like that well you didn't hear the eat the wheaties part you just heard die like that and you've been thinking oh oh my god i'm going to have a stroke the rest of my life uh so that could be playing in your background so these cellular memories these and it's not just what somebody said or did it can be what somebody didn't say you, you came home with straight A's, and you gave it to your mom and dad, and they didn't say, boy" or good girl. You know, it can be something that wasn't said, something that wasn't done. So it doesn't have to be, you know, a slap or an ugly word or a vicious act. It can be something that wasn't done or wasn't said. Or, you know, I'm, I'm walking down the hall of my high school at Gordon Lee in Chickamauga, Georgia, and the, the really, really pretty girl that everybody wants to invite to prom is there, and she kind of sees me coming, and she kind of turns her shoulder to talk to her friend so that she won't have to talk to me. You know, I remember that. I remember that 50 years later. And so that's playing in the background. Okay, rejection. So we all have these cellular memories that are playing in our background, and literally you, <clears throat> how you act today how you respond to someone cutting you off in traffic, how you respond to the clerk at the store, how do you respond to somebody looking you in the eyes, passing in the aisle and nodding or saying hi, or looking down and nodding, nodding. your response is all a total sum of your experience in life, your cellular memory. All of those things that you've seen your whole life is videoed, and that's playing, and that is why you respond the way you do at the moment. Um, Dr. Lloyd, uh, he, he brought home some, some roses, uh, or his wife had some roses. You know, they were beautiful her, and she was sniffing them and smelling them. Well, Alex Lloyd, my partner, and he knows back 100 years ago, I have no interest in that company anymore, but but. Roses to him represented his mother's death. The last time he saw roses was on his grand, his mother's casket. Okay. Wow. So <laughs> here's red roses, beauty and fragrance and romance to one person. The next person represents death. Okay. So it's what your experience is and it's how that is affecting you. And two things can affect two different people 
totally opposite spectrums. Well, you got us mesmerized. <laughs> Rick and I are looking at each other going, wow. Because it brings even, I'm sure the listeners as they're listening to this are going, wow, I can think of this. I can think of these examples. Oh, my God, every single thing that has happened in my life, good, bad, indifferent, or even ways in which I interpret things today all relate back to these memories. So Absolutely. we all have them. How do you access that memory? How do you go back and what do you do for that memory to actually heal that memory? Well, one of the really cool things about the healing codes is you don't have to lay on the couch and vomit up all your past experiences to somebody <laughs> or anybody else to you hear. You don't have to emote all day on this, right? No. So you, 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 and literally you don't even have to, if you're going to work through them yourself with, with the healing codes book, then, then you may have to do a memory finder and, and try to find some of those issues yourself. If you do it with the coach, they've, they find those issues without you having to even have to bring them up because they just test what is the most significant, you know, what, what are you there for? Are you there for illness? Okay. What is the most significant memory that Jürgen Wingler needs to heal for his illness? And I can test for that and I can create a healing codes protocol for you, right? Or if it's, um, you know, Joe Blow is divorced and he wants to meet the right girl. Okay. So what is the greatest cellular memory that he has to prevent him from having um, beautiful relationships? And I can test for that and I can give him the best protocol for him. So you don't even have to know it. Uh, healing, a, a qualified healing coach, coach can test for that. So you mentioned the, the heart issues finder. Is that kind of how you say when you're testing for this? Is that how you're trying to dig a little bit deeper to find out what that is? Yeah, there's the the heart issues finder. There's uh, the protocol finder. There's a memory picture memory finder. There's all these things in the book. Now, now, truth be known, long before we had, and and if you want to do this self help sort of thing just by buying the book, then then okay, uh, that's the way to go. If you want a coach to help you through it, that that's what we did in the beginning. That's all that we did was was coaching. You know, somebody would work with us, and we would um, test and create a protocol for them. And the testing process is really quite simple. Test them to create a protocol for them. They would do the protocol. That's what I would do with the, uh, Dr. Lloyd to cure my ALS. I would call him <clears throat> about every two or three days because it was life critical. Usually once a week is fine, but I would call him every two or three days, get a new protocol, and then I would do that for the next two or three days and then call him up again. So it was all personal coaching. And back, back then we didn't have any picture finder protocols or this or that or um, positive sayings or anything because you know, it was all direct coaching. And so long before we had all of those, and, and you know, if you're going to write a book, it can't be 15 pages. That's called a pamphlet, right? Right, right, exactly. <laughs> if, if, you're, if you're going to create a hardback book, which is what Dr. Lloyd wanted to do and sell it for $30, and then you've got to have 15 or 20 chapters. So, uh, but long before there were all these other things, we just did the healing codes and people got well. Uh, so it, it's a great technique. It works. It uh, works consistently. And it's uh, good stuff. So, so we need to take another station break for a couple of minutes here. Um, we come back, we'll talk about coaching and where do we get information as to you know, finding a coach and maintaining the healing codes. And then let's talk a bit more about finding out what those personalized issues are. Um, our next break, Rick. If you're listening to this show and you'd like to talk to Dr. Johnson, 
Uh, let me encourage you to call in. There is no copay if you talk to him. That's one 577 2473 That's 866-577-2473. And if you've been diagnosed with cancer uh, or any other life-threatening, debilitating illness, there are advocates out there that will speak to you at no cost. Uh, the Cancer Call Center is just such an advocate where they will talk to you, get your story, collect your records, contact doctors on your behalf, and give you a little direction in finding the alternative physician that could best help you. We'll be right back in just two minutes. The Functional Health Forum would like to take this moment to thank our valued sponsors. Host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler will return shortly. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer or treated for cancer in the past? Quantum Functional Medicine offers an entire arsenal of treatments to battle cancer, as well as other chronic and debilitating diseases. At QF Med, each patient's treatment is personalized, using a patient-empowered functional approach to treatment. They also offer integrative support treatments for those undergoing traditional chemo, radiation, or surgery, and preventative measures to help stop cancer from reoccurring. For more information, go to qfmed.com or call 760-585-4616. If you've been diagnosed with cancer and know in your heart that chemo and radiation may not be the total answer, call and talk to a 40-year cancer survivor of late-stage cancer who didn't use chemo or radiation. Rick Hill is a patient advocate and can refer you to caring medical doctors and surgical oncologists who focus on the cause of cancer, not the tumor. Call Rick, tell him your story, and consider some safe alternatives. Call 800-454-7488 for this free service or visit online at cancercallcenter.com. You're listening to the Functional Health Forum with host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Please call in now to discuss any medical questions you might have. 866-577-2473. All right, welcome back. We are still talking to Dr. Ben Johnson, and we have a caller on the line. Caller? Hello? No, we'll go back to Dr. Johnson. Dr. Johnson, are you still there? I am. You are, and I think we have an additional caller calling in. Nope. Nope. Okay. <laughs> so let's go. One of the, okay. Um, so when you talked about the the healing codes, I usually tell people about reading the book, you read chapter one, then go to chapter 10 and you know do the exercises so there's those healing code exercises and then you're kind of taking to another level and saying hey we have a coach that will really kind of help you get down to where the emotional root is to these illnesses and then also function and also learning how to how to do this to a to a personalized degree and where do we get information on, on the coaching end of that well i i um the best coach out there is johanna chan uh, and you can get a hold of Johanna, J-O-H-A-N-N-A-C-H-A-N-07 at gmail.com. Um, so she's uh, the best healing coach, coach out there. She does a phenomenal job. <laughs> okay, so she's in Lancaster, California, is that correct? Uh, yes. And so she will contact you directly, email, personalized phone calls, and then she'll actually work with you on a personal level on how to actually train you to do these properly. 
Yeah, and then she'll actually give you a uh, MP3 file of what y'all did and what she said to do that day with music background and tell you when to change hand position. Yeah, it's, she's got it uh, down to a fine art. <laughs> Incredible. Um, I'd love to hear more about your personal experiences of actually seeing, you know, real healing with uh, with the healing codes. Uh, in the meantime, we've got somebody online. Hey, caller? Yes, hi. Hi. Hi, this is Angela. How are you? Hi, Angela. Yes, hi. I um, actually, yeah, met um, actually Dr. Johnson about um, in 2014 at a conference um, in my, after, you know, healing from uh, breast cancer and actually inquired about the energy healing and, um, you know, what to do about, you know, I understood um, what to do for my body physically. I understood, you know, kind of the medical protocol, but I didn't. Um, but I was still dealing with just um, a lot of the emotional side of it, the fear-based side. And he introduced me to the healing codes and actually connected me with um, Johanna. And it was an amazing experience. And, one, you know, definitely you could feel the, the stress release as you did the healing codes and so you have a physical healing, but also an emotional healing. And you found yeah, that going through this whole process, you actually got to the point you could say you feel more complete emotionally, physically, spiritually. Right. I, I was, you know, what it did was it, I felt like it released me from a lot of hidden stuff that I wasn't aware of, things that were weighing me down and, um, you know, adding to the stress in my body. And um, through the healing codes, that definitely. Um, there's, there's in this chapter, uh, it's talking about the different categories. Um, it's the heart issue finder. So you, there's category one is unforgiveness. So that, and I, I constantly see that as an issue for people is really a forgiving yourself, to forgiving anybody that's ever offended you, and also forgiving God. Sometimes we get mad at God. You know, you have to lay that out there. Is that one of the issues you went through as well? Completely. In fact, it was Dr. Ben that actually brought that to my attention. He says, in every breast cancer patient that I've met, I I believe that there's not one that had a forgiveness issue. And that's exactly where I went and started. So it's interesting. Did you go down through all these different categories? I did. I worked through the whole, I did the whole heart issue finder. And in fact, created my own PDF file for it so that I could test it again and see, you know, where I ranked after doing the healing codes. And, and you could see the stress, you know, the numbers weren't as intense. The first, uh, yeah, I think I actually started looking at those as well. Where do we find that again? The, uh, the heart finders, these particular, I actually found them on the website. I found them on Johanna's website. On Johanna's website. Okay. Mm -hmm. Can, can we get a, a, from a practical point of view, about how much time it took on a daily basis, or is it daily, to do the codes, and then what kind of costs did you run into working with Johanna? I, um, oh my gosh, the cost was incredibly reasonable. I, I don't even remember that being an issue. It was um, a, a one of the best values I've had in this whole experience in healing um, has been the healing codes. 
and working with Johanna, um, she is um, uh, worth every penny. Um, and I can't remember the exact cost, but the one thing that I did was I spent, um, I think I divided up into three times a day. So six minutes um, in the morning, I take a lunch break, I go to my car, six minutes in the afternoon, and then, um, you know, try it again when I got home from work, do spend six minutes. And then before I went to bed, I'd do it again. And I played, um, there were some downloads that had healing frequencies and I had a timer. And um, that's kind of how I guided my um, healing codes. So also finding it, just for the listeners, the, uh, heal, the Heart Issue Finder is online at www.thehealingcodebook.com. And I know that you can also sign up for uh, weekly newsletters. And I know I've actually for a while was, was going through those. So you can actually find out more of how to process through some of these personal, personal issues. Um, Angela, um, thank you so much for calling in. I, I appreciate having a, a testimony to go along with uh with not only your physical healing and your, uh, you know, spiritual emotional healing with it as well. So it's uh, incredible to, to hear that, and it's in- incredibly encouraging, I think, for other people as well. And we've seen that in uh, in the practice as well. My hey, pleasure. Thanks for your call, uh, Doctor Johnson. Are you still there? I am. All right. Good. Thank you. You can't get rid of me that easy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we've talked about some of these uh, these issues uh, in terms of finding out what's the emotional core to those. I noticed that there's uh, also some homeopathic remedies, uh, the Ruby Med, Terry Medica system. Um, have you ever experienced those as well? You know, I, I um, use some homeopathics in my uh, cancer practice. I uh, and, and have certainly used some of those in the. Um, healing codes practice, they are, you know, homeopathics are strange and very few people really understand them, but they are stored frequency or, or actually anti-frequency, if you would. Hmm. Uh, and uh, they can really help you deal with a lot of emotional issues. But you you touched on the number one issue, forgiveness or truly unforgiveness is the issue. And that is a that is uh, the number one issue. Um, it, it's interesting. I was over in India in New, New Delhi giving a lecture here a few years back, and I was—I always used to use the Lord's Prayer to communicate a certain concept about forgiveness. And I'm going like, okay, how's this going to play to a bunch of Hindus who probably never heard of the Lord's Prayer? So I just floated it out there. I said, has anyone ever here said the Lord's Prayer? Well, to my amazement, every hand in the audience went up. Uh, so that, that was easy. But Jesus, when he's teaching his disciples how to pray, your kingdom come and your will be done and give us this, all of these things, uh, the, the perfect prayer. In the middle of that, he says, forgive us. We're supposed to be praying, forgive us our trespasses just as, those two little words, just as we forgive those who trespass against us. What you just asked God to do was, God, don't forgive me unless I've forgiven others. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and in case you missed it, out of all of the Lord's Prayer, it's the only thing that Jesus goes back and covers after the end of the prayer. And he says, the next sentence is, for if you do not forgive your brothers here on earth, your heavenly Father will not forgive you. So, uh, ouch. <laughs> the, the, two, 
two most important words in all of life, love and forgiveness. And and I'm not sure that there may not be the same thing, but uh, forgiveness is at least one of the top two things that we've got to get right in life. And so, yeah, if you um, if you have a list, write them down on a piece of paper. And if those people are still alive, you may want to call them and or drop them a little line um, and, and tell them that you forgive them, or at least write it down on a piece of paper and say, I forgive you. And then if you want to be kind of ritualistic about it, uh, burn the piece of paper when you're done. But forgiveness is huge. But but there, there's the thing where the healing codes comes in because, unfortunately, we're like elephants. We don't forget. And so um, you can want to forgive somebody, but that old memory keeps coming up. And that's how you can change that memory. The healing codes can take that that charge out of that memory. Consistently, people do the healing codes, and we'll have them rate their their issue that they're wanting healing for, you know, their healing codes, uh, what we're designing the protocol for. And they will say, you know, what's, what's this issue uh, on a scale of one to nine? Oh, this is an eight, or this is a nine, or this is a ten, you know. And we'll have them do the healing codes and say, okay, what's your number now? And they'll go like, oh, it's a two, or it's a one, or it's like, and there's nothing there. You did that to us on the lecture that we had uh, in Reno this past April. I mean, I think everybody had a response to the to, to doing the healing codes, and to just and defining an emotional issue. Yeah, right. they were all kind of jaw dropped at that. Right. That in in the two minutes, you could <laughs> take the charge out of one of the worst emotional issues of your life. Wow. So that's actually helpful, even if something comes up uh, in a a brief thing, you know, something upsets you, you could literally take, and I think there's even, what, the six-second or ten-second, what can you do to sort of de-stress before something even becomes a memory or something gets stored as a memory? Is that correct? Yeah. Yes, there is. So uh, it's, it's it's all good. All right, we've got to take another quick break, and we'll finish up the show thereafter. And I just want to hear a little bit about your personal experiences of who, you know, what you've seen cancer patients um, that have actually gone through healing or other types of uh, illnesses. I mean, there's a ton mentioned in the book, but I just want to, you know, hear from somebody because I always have a little, little doubt in the back of my mind that there's healing and then there's not healing. We just talk about remission in medicine, but we really don't know what real healing is unless God truly intervenes. So uh, look forward to hearing that. If you're listening to this broadcast, you've got to be wanting to call in (laughs) because, you know, (laughs) Uh, I remember being in Dr. Johnson's lecture at Reno as well and looking around the room. And that was interesting. I was sitting in the back of the room so I could sort of see everyone's reaction. And people were rolling their eyes. Some of them thought this is this is not right. And then other ones didn't want to look at anybody else because they were trying to deal with a problem they had. And you couldn't be ignored. No one in the room was napping. (laughs) So if you'd like to talk to Dr. Johnson, he's here. He'll talk to you. That number is 866-577-2473. Call in now and we'll talk with you after the break. The Functional Health Forum would like to take this moment to thank our valued sponsors. Host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler will return shortly. 
If you've been diagnosed with cancer and know in your heart that chemo and radiation may not be the total answer, call and talk to a 40-year cancer survivor of late-stage cancer who didn't use chemo or radiation. Rick Hill is a patient advocate and can refer you to caring medical doctors and surgical oncologists who focus on the cause of cancer, not the tumor. Call Rick, tell him your story, and consider some safe alternatives. Call 800-454-7488 for this free service or visit online at cancercallcenter.com. If you have been diagnosed with cancer and are struggling financially, you may qualify to receive a cash advance for up to 50% of your life insurance policy's death benefit while still providing coverage for your family. Fighting cancer doesn't have to mean financial ruin. Make a two-minute call to find out if you qualify for the Living Benefit Program, 888-274-1777, or visit online at lifecreditcompany.com. Listening to the Functional Health Forum with host Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Please call in now to discuss any medical questions you might have. 866 577 2473. All right, we are back at the Functional Health Forum with Dr. Ben Johnson, the co author of The Healing Codes. Dr. Johnson, just uh, again, curious to hear what your experiences are because I know you have a lot of patients, you have a cancer practice, and what have you seen in terms of applying the healing codes in your practice? Well, you know, I'm, I'm frequently dealing with cancer patients and frequently stage four. So, um, it's, it's, it's a tough road from there. They've always, they've already been uh, pre damaged by commercial medicine a lot of times. So it's, it's an uphill battle. So I'd, I'd rather talk about easier cases, but, <laughs> but uh, we, we've, we've seen a, um, you, can, you can heal almost anything with the healing codes, assuming that the issue is a cellular memory. Now, there are other things that cause diseases, but I will flip right back to cellular memory. Uh, things out there don't hurt you so bad unless you have a cellular memory that, that facilitates that hurting you. So it is wise and prudent for us to deal with these negative cellular memories in our body that are keeping us from doing and being uh, mentally, emotionally, physically, health, health-wise, all that we can be. Uh, so it's important to deal with those. And, Good. you know, we've done healing codes on dogs and horses and cats. That's pretty amazing. There, there's no no placebo effect. Right. And you see them get well, too. So We have a, so we have a caller for you, Dr. Placebo. Ben, that may want to hear a little more about what your experience is. Caller? And you see them get well, too. So we have a, we have a caller for you, Dr. Ben, that may want to hear a little more about what your experience is. Caller? Hello? Hello, caller. Go ahead, Doc. Okay, uh, Dr. Johnson, are you there still? I think we had a little interruption there. Yep. Okay. okay. All righty. Sorry about that. The um, so you, that's phenomenal. You can so, yeah. There is no placebo effect if you can get horses and animals to have a response to healing codes. Pretty hard that's to say the they were faking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, most things are responsive to it to some degree or another. Some, like myself, experience total healing. Others. Um, peace and uh, re- removal of stress and uh, the, the emotional issues. You know, we, we talked about spiritual issue, and that was unforgiveness. <clears throat> you 
And the next thing I deal with with my own clients with are emotional issues. Because, uh, you know, when I'm dealing with issues other than a physical toxicity or liver toxicity or uh, chemicals that somebody's been around the asbestos that gave them cancer or something, uh, the first place I go are the spiritual issues, and that is unforgiveness, which we talked about. And then the second place I go are emotions. So what are the primary emotions that cause disease? Well, that would be uh, fear and anger. And these are kind of um, gender-related, fear being more of a female response and anger being more of a male response. Not that not that we can't both have those responses, but... Mm-hmm. It's you almost society-based. Angry men and more fearful okay. women in general, but I, I don't want to. We, we've got that caller back on the line, Doctor Johnson. Okay. Let's see if we can take a second here, caller. Okay, we're sorry. It's it's not working this time. You know, um, the issue of of fear and anxiety. Um, you see that you said more in women and anger and frustration. I think you see that more in men. Is that almost a society issue? Is that almost the way we're sort of socially program to almost express our feelings? You know, I, I think men, uh, in, in it's kind of more leveling out as women become breadwinners and our heads of families, they're experiencing their, their share of angry dealing with uh, work and work issues and being head of the household. I, I think it's the anger thing comes with uh, pressure from responsibility and and having your chain jerked around at work and you're not being able to, not being captain of your own ship and, and having to conform and, and not be uh, free to do what you think you need to do because you're you're working for the company or whatever. So and I think the, and I think the fear thing is native, uh, native to um, a number of, made a number of trips to Africa. You know, if you have someone jump out from behind a, a, whore, a door, you're going to get a lot bigger scream out of the ladies. You know, the, the man is going to grit his teeth and back up and hold his fist up. The lady's going to scream and hold her, throw her hands out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there are different responses from from our uh, genetic being. <laughs> well, you, but you almost see, like, even look, looking at this whole list, you almost see essentially the Holy Spirit. Um, the whole thing between peace, um, love, patience, uh, joy, uh, kindness, goodness, uh, friendliness, self-control. I mean, actually, all of the gifts of the Holy Spirit are fully manifest in all these different categories. Well, let's be perfectly clear. Anybody can do these and get results. Yes, Alex and I are both Christians, uh, quote, born-again Christians, and we um, knew that the answers were in the Word, and so the spiritual gifts, we knew if you had those, you didn't have all the other things that would lead to sickness and disease. And so, yes, as we were uh, creating the protocols, we focused around those issues because we know they knew that those would cover all of the issues of, their, of the heart. And at the end of the day, they're all heart issues. Out of, out of the depths, out of the overflow of the heart are the issues of life, it says in Proverbs. So um, so the heart issue, so also the book mentions the heart issue supersedes a um, mental issue. So if there's a, a fight going on between what the mind wants and what the heart wants, the heart wins. Is that what you notice as well? The heart is going to win every time. It's so much more powerful than our 
logic. You know, you, you think this through and you think, oh, this is a logical thing. And then you do the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> your, your heart just won, you know? <laughs> yeah. So uh, just a, all the time. So this boy, we've, we've kind of covered a lot. So let's kind of go over this. You, you mentioned, so we mentioned the healing codes and the healing code book.com. We've mentioned the coaching uh, in order to get some of the really personalized, uh, you know, exercises down in the healing codes. And that was through Johanna Chan. And that was uh, Johanna Chan 07 at gmail.com. And then we've talked a little bit more about these heart finder issues as to finding out where they are and how you actually go through the process of dealing with unforgiveness, dealing with the different emotions, and then really showing that there's a benefit to people. I mean, even in animals, you've get, you can get a benefit. So there's no real placebo here. This is not just a a psychological exercise. It's really actually a deep emotional exercise in the healing process. And, and we did this scientifically to prove it. Initially, we used heart rate variability studies. And, and I was just at a lecture early this morning at 8 4 and the guy said, you know, you really want to know if something's working. You really want to know if you're getting something out of somebody out of stress. You really want to know what you're what you're doing is having a benefit, then do their heart rate variability studies. Wow. And that's what we use to prove the healing codes. We could get somebody back in parasympathetic, sympathetic balance in literally minutes. Uh, so so it works scientifically. This just isn't, um, you know, all in somebody's head or just some kind of magic out there or smoke and mirrors. So with treating a dog or a cat or a horse, that sort of thing, do you use your energy or theirs? Uh, you're actually using your energy if you're doing it on somebody else. But uh, the universe is a small place. I'm I'm not very new agey, but we really are all connected in the energy field. If you understand Einstein's theory of relativity, if if it's here, it's there, it's now. And you've all heard the story of the mother that woke up in the middle of the night. Her son or daughter was halfway around the world in China or India or something, and they had an event, and bam, woke them right up. So if it's here, it's there, and and we we really all are connected in the energy field. And I don't want to get too woo-woo here because I'm not a woo-woo type guy, but but there, uh, everything at the end of the day is frequency. It's all energy. And, well, hey, science is catching up to the spiritual end of things, so... I think slowly, it'd be amazing slowly. to see you've, you've got proof in what you've done. So you're going to see science actually catching up to where the spiritual component of it will actually be something they'll understand better. So um, if anybody wants to uh, reach Dr. Ben, uh, you can read meetdrben.com uh, on his website. Dr. Ben, thank you so much for, for joining us today. I really appreciate your time, and I know you're busy. Um, for those that want to reach again, Dr. Ben doc, or meetdrben.com. And if you have any questions... Thank you so much, Dr. Thank you. If you want to reach me, I'm at uh, qfmed.com. And this has been the Functional Health Forum. And in the future, you can call in at 866-577-2473. And look forward to next week. Thanks for listening and participating in this week's Functional Health Forum with Rick Hill and Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Tune in next Saturday from noon to one for the next edition of the Functional Health Forum right here on 1210 AM KPRZ. You can also listen to this and previously recorded shows on SoundCloud. Search Functional Health Forum.